You are listening to the Power and Pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. Today, we are wrapping up our Authentically Authenticating series. I truly hope this series has blessed you thus far. If so, would love for you to rate and review the show as it serves as an act of you supporting me on my journey to being my authentic self. And it also helps for you to just keep in mind what you guys are liking so far, what you would like to see more from me of, and just really helps to foster a community. So be sure that you rate and review the show. So before we dive in, I also wanted to announce a new project that I've been working on. I have created a YouTube channel. This channel has been on my heart for a minute, but I finally stepped out on faith and created it. And when I say step out on faith, I really mean that, that it was a step of faith for me to do. So the channel is not simply me recording the podcast and posting a video of me recording my podcast on there. Nah. What it's going to be is me sharing more of my work and pieces and poems that I don't share here on the podcast. This is also going to be an opportunity for me to share prompts and deepen our community. So be sure to look in the show notes and subscribe. Y'all know the deal. Like, comment, and subscribe, y'all. And I appreciate all the love and support that I always get from you guys just by listening to this platform every week by those who follow me on Instagram and those who have written in, those who have comments, those who have liked, reshared, and just been along with me on this journey so far, I'm truly, 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 truly thankful that every time I step out to do something, you guys are there and it really, really warms my heart. So I'd appreciate if we could keep that thing rolling with the YouTube channel as well. So as always, before we dive into the episode, I wanted to share the power punch of the week and then we'll get into it. Grant yourself the permission to begin, the permission of persistence, of practice, of doing it wrong for the sake of getting it right. Give yourself the permission to write all your ideas, the good ones and the bad, the ones that corrode into how am I going to pull this off, the ones that even in conception you feel shouldn't see the light of day. Write it all out. Give them life. Grant yourself the permission to jump, to fervously cannonball off the edge of, I can't be, but I want it. Jump so far that you forget all the reasons why you just might not succeed. Gleefully accept each firecrack of sparks in your creativity. Let your low days create buoyancy for the high ones. Sit with the thought that the person you wish to be needs the person you are right now. Grant yourself the permission to Believe, to remove the guardrails off your imagination, to float above the realism of your reality, to have faith that you are called to be much more. Grant yourself the permission to answer the call, to step fully and authentically into who you were called to be.
So as we close out this series, there are just a few things that I wanted to touch base on as we think about standing in our authentic selves as a practice. So it's going to be three different things that I touch on and I hope they are helpful. The first is to push beyond the notion of fear. You're going to feel fear. You're going to come to a feeling, a situation, or an opposing force that makes everything in your body scream no, that you shouldn't go forward, that you shouldn't take the risk, that it's not worth it. I'm telling you, do it anyway. There are plenty of people who did things that we praise them for now that they had to build a practice up to be able to do. And I was reminded of this this week when I was reading Hebrews 11 and Hebrews 11 is literally the place. Like if you're down, if you're thinking about like, how did people get through, you can get to Hebrews 11 and it's just a list of names. And it's literally like the Bible's greatest hits of all of these people who did this dope stuff that we talk about today. But Once you start reading the names and you think about the individual stories that they had, that's when you can tap in and see like, hold on. It was something deeper that they had to be anchored to and to push past to get to even being in this chapter in this Bible right now. You know what I mean? And so if you think about Noah, for example, we talk about him and building the ark. That was a faith thing. He was building protection for something that he had never seen. Never rain never happened, but he had to build the ark. That was his calling, and it was a tug on him. So of course you're fearful. Of course you don't know if this is gonna work. People aren't necessarily might not be rocking with you because they can't see it. But you have to push past the notion of fear and go for it. So often we think that fear isn't a part of the equation, and it is. It 100% is a part of the equation every single time. But our job is to make faith a bigger piece of the pie. So when you think about fear, you have to think about where faith is in relation to it. So if your faith isn't on a high end of the spectrum, then it's going to seem like it's impossible for you to push beyond the notion of fear because it's that big, it's that heavy, and it weighs down on you that much. But when we make faith a bigger piece of the equation fear can still be there we can recognize it and we might have to evaluate why it's popping up for us in a certain area but the faith can outweigh it and help us push through every single time and with me I was terrified to make a YouTube channel some reasons I could name and some I just couldn't I was just like I don't want to do this but that was going to be a space of me pushing beyond the notion of fear and stepping into the light of my truth. So because of that, it was worth it. And I remember that with this show, plenty of times when the audio isn't on my side or if I text somebody and I have typos, all of that stuff is like, dang, are people going to think X or how is this going to result and pop up? The thing is, if the message is genuine, it's your duty to speak it point blank period the end if the message is genuine it's your duty to speak it and what helps me when thinking about this is thinking about scales so if you have fear on one side 
and then you have the thing that you want to accomplish on the other side, if you accurately think about those two things, whatever you're trying to set out to accomplish, the, the message that you're trying to get out, it's always going to be worth it. It's always going to be worth it. Fear seems like it has lasting effects, but it is temporary. And when you can push past it, there's so much joy on the other side. There are blessings for you and other people on the other side of that. But you have to push past that notion that fear is bigger. What we do a lot of times is we have fear on one side of the scales. And then we have the thought of us accomplishing the thing on the other side. But then there are buts and what ifs and imagine if on the other side. So you have fear and then you be like, okay, I did the YouTube channel, but it didn't get likes. Or I did the YouTube channel, but my first video, I could have edited it better. All of those things are the, the negative sides and those are actually fears as well. So you're thinking that creating the thing or saying what you need to say isn't worth it because both sides of the scales don't seem to be in your favor. But what happened is you put fear against fear so of course it's not gonna one side isn't gonna level out that's not gonna be encouraging to you or motivate you to go for it you have to accurately put fear on one side you need to recognize that it's there it's a real thing and then dive deep into it why is this popping up in this particular area did i see somebody else create a youtube and it wasn't successful so i'm not i'm worried mine won't be like what is that and you pull that up but on the other side, I want you to picture you actually doing the thing, actually saying the thing, having the conversation, posting what you want to post, writing the book, creating the YouTube channel, creating the podcast, whatever the thing is for you, holding that up with a smile and not thinking about the buts, not thinking about the what ifs, what other people are going to say, just holding that up and the glow that'll be a residual effect of you accomplishing that thing. It's worth it every time, every time. If the message is genuine, it's your duty to speak it. And to do that, you have to push beyond the notion of fear. You're going to feel it. It's going to be there. Do it anyway. Next, you have to allow each step to teach you about what authenticity means. Each step builds a practice. Each step builds a practice. So when you Google the word practice, it says to perform an activity or exercise a skill repeatedly or regularly in order to improve or maintain one's proficiency. Each step builds a practice, y'all. When you do something repeatedly or regularly, you improve. It's an automatic thing. You low key don't even have to work towards it. It becomes natural. Your body becomes to form a rhythm and a flow of said skill, of said activity, of said thing, simply because it's already done it before. There are nerves that you won't experience the second time you do something that seems so alive the first time you did it. And that practice, that repetition, by from t trial one to trial two can change so much simply off doing it again. Each step builds a practice. But if we are too worried to take one step, we won't get to the second. We won't get to that feeling of like, okay, 
this is cool. I can do this. I can survive. And so for me, I I have an example of this, I guess, with the running. So when I first started running, I wanted to do one mile. One mile. That was my first step was doing a mile when I left my house. Now every time I leave my house, I'm doing three miles. That's my regular practice now is doing three miles when I leave my house. And I want to build it up to four. But four is less intimidating to me now because I'm doing three. But I had to build a practice for that. Each step that I take when I'm running outside is building a practice for me to run longer distances to achieve more miles. But if I didn't start with the first step of doing one mile, that four would forever seem intimidating and out of my reach. And if you're like me, you want to be good from jump. That's just point blank. We want to be good from jump and it doesn't work like that. When it comes to being my authentic self, I definitely think that should be easy, something I can do all the time. But the reality is that some things just take practice to do. And with being our authentic selves, it seems like that should be natural. It should fit us and it should always feel good. But because of how structures and ideals that are in place in the world that kind of can contradict that or we didn't want to stand out or something somebody said to you in high school that you're low-key still carrying those things push down your authentic self they tell you that they can't survive in this environment that they don't belong and we start to believe that and even if we don't believe it we start to act in that manner as if it's true and so to stand in your light to stand in your authentic truth After not doing it for so long, it is going to take a practice for it to feel natural, for it to be more comfortable, for you to flow into it without even thinking about it. And that's when it's really genuine. That's when it's really authentically authenticating and you can see it. But until you get there, it's a practice. You just try it once, you try it again, and you push and you push and you go forward and you go forward and you go beyond fear and it all works out for your good. It it literally works out for your good every single time. So a recent example for me, I was watching a sermon in my living room. I had to go to the store and get a new HDMI cord for my laptop to hook it up to my TV. Um, And then after I did that, I was like, okay, cool, I'm ready. I have my water, I have my notebook, I have my pen, and I was ready to get this word. And once I realized that my roommate was awake, she came into the kitchen and I wasn't singing as loud anymore. I literally toned it down and all these thoughts came into my mind. I had a decision to make. I could either A, stand in the light of my truth and my excitement and praise as loud as I could with the same volume to change anything in my step. Or I could B, resist the necessity to practice being who I authentically was in that moment. And I want y'all to hear what I'm saying. I'll be resisting the necessity to practice being who I authentically was. It is a necessity to be who you authentically are, which is why the feeling tugs on you all the time. That's why it feels so deep and so personal and you can't shake it. But ultimately, it's the steps you choose to take that outline the truth you stand in. It's the steps you choose to take. And so for me, I had to take the step of being like, you know what? What can make me stand in this truth 
at this time. I turned the TV up and I'm gonna be real with y'all. I turned it up because I was like, I'm still gonna sing, but I wanna drown out my voice a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? And so I turned it up, but then they played my song. They played my song and I didn't have a choice but to praise. Okay. And so I was so thankful that I made that decision before that because imagine this is my authentic self. This is the song that I love to praise and worship to. This is the living room that I pay for. And if I would have sat on that couch and not sang that song, that is me shoving my authentic voice down in that moment. Not the world, not even my roommate. That's me doing that. And a lot of times with our authentic selves, we are telling ourselves no. Because of some made up thought, some made up idea that we have. Ultimately, it's the steps you choose to take. So evaluate each thought. Think about each step. It won't always be easy, but you will find joy on the other side every time. Last, give yourself permission to accept the authority that comes with the authenticity you exude. Give yourself permission to accept the authority that comes with the authenticity you exude. When you stand in the light of your most authentic truth, you walk with authority point blank and period. You stand in authority like no other. Actually, I'm going to link a song in the show notes called Champion. And that song talks about authority. You walk with authority. There's a swag that you have. You approach situations differently. You may command the attention of others. There's an assuredness that flows from your being. Allow yourself to stand in the light you create. We think of being the light as creating spaces for others. But how crazy would it be if your presence brought joy to everyone but you? When you are yourself, you feel lighter and brighter because you aren't living a double life. And it could be in simple, simple things. If you watching Insecure and everybody's on Issa's side and you on Molly's side, I dare you to just say it. I challenge you to say that. And you don't have to be on Twitter if you don't want a bunch of people coming for your neck, whatever it is. But even to a friend, if you're discussing a show with and y'all are talking about the show and you disagree, I challenge you to say it. Don't push down your voice, especially in those small moments when you don't have to. Those small moments make those big moments. It's each step that builds a practice. Don't hold yourself captive based on the ideas of others. It takes one foot, then the other. It takes the rhythm of building a practice. And no matter what obstacles you have to face on your path, the you that you'll have the opportunity to embrace on the other side is worth it. She's worth it each and every time, each and every time. But you have to remember that and evaluate each step that you take along the way to get there. Remember, it's all about building a practice. And a practice is something that you do repetitively. You do it once, then you do it again, and then you do it again. And each time you improve, you improve in ways that you notice and ways that you don't notice. And standing in the light of who you are, owning your voice, owning your authority, it's all 
worth it. And it has benefits for you, for those around you, for those that you don't even know. You just posting something could be giving somebody else the permission to post what they've been wanting to post for weeks to create their channel they've been wanting to create. Each step that you take has a residual effect negatively or positively, but there's an effect either way. So try to take each step as one that moves you in the right direction. It's worth it, y'all. I'm telling you, do it anyway. Do it afraid. Do it scared. Do it not having all the pieces together. Just take one step. And that'll be the step in the right direction. It'll be one step further than you were before. So the power tool for this week is to write the immediate next step. Write the immediate next thing that you need. When I was avoiding making my YouTube channel, I thought about the editing, the likes, if people were going to like it, the lighting in my apartment, what equipment I needed, all of these things that really didn't matter. And I wasn't there yet. I wasn't there yet. But after I read Hebrews 11 one night, I just wrote the immediate next thing. And they were thought starters. It was just simply like, okay, if I did have a channel, what am I going to talk about? Like, what type of content would I be wanting to put out? And from there, I kept putting one foot in front of the other and everything else flowed. Everything else flowed from that. But take the time to write the immediate next step. You will feel anxieties and pressures melt off simply by being able to look at the very next thing that you need to do. I wasn't editing videos yet i didn't have a video recorded and i didn't have a concept for the video so it was the first thing that i needed to do and i had to do the same thing with power and pros what's the immediate next step i was thinking about marketing when i didn't have an episode and that fear was crippling me it is crippling to sit in a spot that you feel like you can't move in but you feel like you can't move because you haven't built the practice of stepping in that way and so it's time apply pressure to your fears stand in the light do it once and then once more that's all that it takes write the immediate next step and build your practice to being authentically authentic All right, well, that wraps up the Authentically Authenticating series. I wanted to thank you guys again for listening. I hope that you found this series helpful. It definitely helped me and reminded me of some things that I needed to do as I pushed forward to accomplishing some things. Um, So I hope that it helps you guys as well. Don't forget to rate and review the show. Be sure to follow my latest Faith Baby, my YouTube channel, linked in the show notes below. We'd love to chat with you all there. For those who haven't yet, be sure to follow the show on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. If you have any topics you would like for me to discuss in upcoming episodes or simply want to connect, feel free to shoot me an email at powerandpros at gmail.com. Remember to profess your power and there's power in prose.